sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the pap Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View Podcast. Today is October 1st, 2018 and this is episode 31. And as promised, I have a mystery guest and he is a horror writer. So we will be getting to talk to him in just a little bit. I'm very excited. All right, listeners. We have our mystery guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm T.J. Weeks, uh, author of The Horror Squad, The Plus of the Kill, Silent Screams, many other books. (laughs) All right, let's jump right in. Um, First of all, you know I'm a big fan because I'm just, I love horror and I love reading books that is, you know, horror genre. But I like that you're, your 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 main one that that definitely caught my attention was the horror squad um an apocalyptic tale so i'm curious so the listeners will also uh get to look up your books um how many books are in your series well uh you got your ones are one two three four or five but then well, actually, it's only up to four right now, but you also have your 1.5, 2.5, 3.5. <laughs> I got a mini series going, I got a color book series going, I have a coloring book series going. Awesome. So basically, it's an ongoing series. That's really good. Well, right now, there's 12 available, and uh, yeah, soon to be more. And uh, actually, I even have an anthology to where uh, we actually brought in other people uh, Jay Wilburn. Fantastic! I like that. Um, and I know I um I definitely feel connection to the books because I was honored to be part of it when um you and your wife added me into into the the story as a, a character. I mean, I was like so in awe. I was like, oh my god, that was amazing. And then when you add the 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 creative part of the the comic uh, characters to the um the comic. Itself, that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, uh, it's been about a year since the last one came out. But yeah, I, I don't know. We're, we've been waiting for uh, for that new comic book to, to release out, and he says that it's right there on the verge of being done. But so far, that came out yet. But I don't have control of that. But I'm really hoping that the series continues on. Uh, it's actually also uh, in the waiting for becoming a film. We actually thought it was going to come out late last year, but it didn't. Uh, so right now we're just kind of in the waiting process of seeing where it's going to go. Oh, that's right. I do recall mention, uh, the mentioned uh, a while back when you 
weren't you supposed to try to get like a an Amazon deal or something, right? At that time? Uh, no, this was actually through a, a film production company that, uh, that approached me behind it. And, uh, yeah, so right now, uh, you can go on to YouTube and you can uh, look up the Horse Squad and you can actually find the, uh, the movie trailer for it. Okay, now where, where did we find the trailer? YouTube, oh, YouTube. YouTube. Okay, okay. We'll do that. Yeah, I'll I'll put that for the listeners to check it out, and they'll just look under your your um your name right for TJ Weeks. Uh, actually, it'll be under Foxtrot Productions. Okay, I, I want to make sure I heard that right. Foxtrot. Yes, Foxtrot Productions. Okay, cool. All right, that sounds really good. So, what got you started is this um, on this journey that uh, that just dwelled you into the the horror genre. Well, I've always been a big fan of horror. I mean, I've got a lot of tattoos, and mm-hmm. I even have a lot, a lot of horror character tattoos on me. Uh, I mean, it's just something that's been part of me for a long time, and you know, uh, I wrote most of my life since I was twelve years old. I was in a band. And uh, I wrote lyrics, and I just really wanted to test myself, so I started writing Obsessed with the Kill, and uh, just kind of took off from there, so. And really, even the horror squad wasn't really supposed to be something that I was actually going to publish out. It was just something uh, a lot of my fans that actually hit me up about, and a lot of people had much interact with it. So they, uh, yeah, they just really wanted to be, like, characters in one of my books, and so... I kind of just decided that I was going to to write this, and I was just going to give it to him. And uh, anyway, it became a lot bigger than what I really planned on it becoming. It literally became a runaway train. I'm and and like I said, I just I'm one of those people with that definitely wanted to be part of uh, that journey of of being in the book too. That was really cool. Um, so, do you have more people that have been asking to be in like future uh, books that will be coming out in your series? Congrats on that. Um, I definitely am, you know, definitely inspired by that because, um, you know, me as a writer as well, just watching you climb that ladder to success is amazing. I definitely, you know, praise that and um, compliment you on that too. Um, so the the barbecue that is that's your own business, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, we we own one hundred percent of that. Okay, and that's you and your wife that run it. Okay, I want to make sure so I have the right information out. Okay, that's great. Do you want to tell anybody where you're located in case they're in your area? Do I know? I said, do you want to give the location or anything of where you can where they can find your 
delicious barbecue? Right now we're in Gulf Lake, Texas, but uh, we're actually about to expand out, and we're about to start reaching out to uh, a bunch of the, the bigger cities around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably about to see us in Austin. Uh, you'll probably see us in Lampasas, Gatesville, and uh, most likely Brownwood. That is awesome. Well, I'm in a small little town of uh, South Texas. It's Bevio, Texas. It's in between San Antonio and Corpus. So if you ever hit any small little towns, definitely come to my town because I definitely want some of that barbecue. I see the pictures and everything. It sounds, it, it, it all looks so good. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we marinate all of our briskets uh, for 24 hours. And then, uh, yeah, we, we smoke them for uh, a pound per hour so and what would you say is like your biggest uh i know you do the barbecue do you make anything else besides that and and you know for the your business do you offer other other foods or is it just the barbecue itself uh we're pretty much just do barbecue and mm-hmm. we have like ice cream sandwiches we'll do for like desserts and stuff but uh pretty much we have brisket sausage uh ribs pulled pork uh I mean, we, we do, like, the barbecue uh, nachos. Uh, we do the, the barbecue tacos and stuff like that. But uh, most people that come up and visit us, I mean, they usually get plates. So if I was in your area and I wanted to get barbecue from you guys, just give me an example. Like, what would, what would like, maybe, like, a combo barbecue plate, what would it be and how much would it cost? Because you got me curious now. That sounds so good. You got you definitely got me drooling. <laughs> Again, what is the name of your bar, uh, your uh, barbecue business? Texas Vet Barbecue. Cool, cool. Yeah, 
cool. All right, well, we, you heard it here first. He's got some delicious barbecue, so if you're ever in the area, you know where to go. So also, I was curious, um, what about, uh, and I know what you mean about taking the time to do your writing, because I'm, like I said, just my, being a writer myself, I've myself got so many projects, and one of them is definitely this podcast. Um, I pushed my books for next year, so I know exactly where you're coming from. you got to have the time to, to do your writing. you you got to balance everything out. And I know that you're the uh, father, too, so um, you're really blessed because you have a wonderful family, and, you know, I, I definitely enjoy the pictures with your family. Um, and I like that your wife, you, and your son, you're all writers. That's amazing. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> I saw the pictures. Congratulations, Dirk. She's adorable. Um, does your son, is he going to be having a new release? And your wife, are they going to be doing any new releases coming out anytime soon? Uh, my son, he's got several books he's working on. I don't know how close he is to completion. Mm -hmm. uh, me and my wife together have been writing uh, one called Chasing Disease, which will be another apocalyptic book, but... What is the most challenging part of being a writer when you're writing these characters and you're you're, you're deep into your vibe of writing? Uh, what's the most challenging part while you're writing for you? Oh, man, I'd say to start it off or to end it because mm -hmm. you're, you want to start it off to a point where it's, it's going to you know catch attention like you can't just write, you know, like your typical once upon a time, you know, like things used to go and all that. I mean, you really have to catch someone's attention so they continue to read. And your endings, you know, I really have to debate down on how I want to end everything. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, I almost start with an ending whenever I start writing my books because I really know how I want it to go, but getting it there and trying to make that part of it perfect who would you say would be the most complex character that you write for in your series? Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, man, I, I stumped you. I Dane was, uh, you know, she, she was pretty uh, complex because, you know, she starts off as a teenager. Uh, so you kind of got to get in a teenage mind, which really I 
had two teenage daughters. And, you know, it just, I don't know, kind of make them grow up on paper mm. and, you know, make them where they're just a real strong character by the end of it. You know, I mean, it, it's almost like you're writing a whole other character by the time of the end because she's no longer who she was whenever she started this whole path. So probably Alice and Dean would have been probably one of the hardest ones uh, to write about. Now, would you say also in your writing that do you get swayed by readers? Because you know how, as, as authors, you and I, we always get these requests from so many different readers that they want this or this in the book or they this maybe suggesting. And, and it does, at some point, it can get a little overwhelming because you can't do what everybody wants because you lose focus on the actual story. So my question to you is, um, do you find yourself where you're going to do maybe like a cliffhanger to push on to the next part of your face? Or do you try to ignore too much of uh, suggestions? You know, honestly, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm completely close to suggestions because mm -hmm. I've had plenty of times where I've reached out to readers and kind of asked them, you know, like where they want stuff to go and see kind of, you know, what they have mindset. Yeah. But that doesn't yeah. really mean that I'm going to go that direction. But the input helps, uh, yeah. I have a hard time going through and, and, and taking suggestions because, I, like I said, whenever I go through and I start writing, I mean, I already kind of have some mindset on what I want to do. And, uh, but as far as cliffhangers go, I mean, it really depends. Like, if it's just going to be a standalone book, of course, I'm not going to leave it in a cliffhanger. I'm going to give it an end. But mm -hmm. for, like, the whole part, it's, it's many, you know, books involved so I mean yeah, yeah I'm going to leave it as a cliffhanger all the way till the end right. and then once it ends it's going to end but I I do get suggestions all the time or you know they wish I'd do this or wish I'd do that but you know I, uh, that is you know kind of where it comes down to you can't please everyone so you know if you just write what you like and uh, you know you just keep editing keep going through until you know you, you have your perfect book put it out there and I mean people are going to like it or they're not uh, fortunately for me I've had a lot of people that liked my books so I mean I just kind of continue that path oh yes and I'm definitely one of those people you definitely got a major fan right here because um, I, I'm definitely uh, can see your um, your series becoming either on on the TV series of you know out not just actual cable but like digital you know like Amazon and iTunes and all that good stuff. Also, um, I can see it being motion picture. So my next question for you is if you could pick the four top celebrities in Hollywood to be part of your project, who would you choose? You know, uh, <laughs> I would have to look up names because I'm not really good with names. Okay. <laughs> but I can see... Uh, I mean, which book are you talking about? Are you talking about the horse squad or just any of them? Any of them. Any any of them. Well, you could see they could fit, uh, like, into your like into your story. Uh, I think she plays kind of bitsy characters, but she also plays serious characters. So I think Mila Kunis would be a great Allison Dane. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, she still looks young enough and all to where she could kind of grow as a character uh, to be able to do that. 
Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. too slow um i can see where they're gonna wrap it up i i think it's supposed to be the final season so I, yeah you can tell they've kind of lost its lug its luster already well i mean i don't know i've already heard you know the kind of the tales and stuff where you know uh the whole rick and maggie are about to go at it you know and it's supposed to be uh where rick dies in the season and everything else and maybe maybe that's just you know something that people are going through and and they're guessing on maybe, you know, something that's not, uh, I guess, more on the true side. But I can really see it going that way, by the way it, it ended. But so I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I don't watch enough really TV and stuff to know, like, too many characters or too many celebrities, you know, on that, that aspect right. of it. Who, um, who would you say that inspires you to... To, to come up with your creative storylines that you and push into your your writing and your your um into your book series, are you inspired by what you see around you or maybe movies or actual authors? What gets you going? Uh, a little bit of everything. I mean, uh -huh. you know, I think as an artist, period. I don't care what you are, if you're a musician or if you're you know, an artist that paints or a writer or, or any of that. I mean, you have to use what you know. Right. You have to use what goes on around you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, if you can't relate to it and you spend so much time to having to research it, chances are, you know, I mean, you're, you're probably going to miss things by a long shot because you're only getting what Google will give you. And some information is kind of vague and some of it, you know, I mean, like Wikipedia, you know, I mean, I could go through there and I could put up my own definitions behind things and you know I mean it, after so long they verify or don't verify so I mean they may take it down but it, you already read it so I mean that's kind of what you go off of you know I mean so I, I do stick to things I know and I stick to things around me uh, you know there's so many people uh, places things that, uh, that I take from everything you know I mean uh, dogs, horses, whatever, you know, as far as animal sides, you know, it's just kind of around, or I'm around that kind of stuff all the time. So, you know, you almost wonder, like, what they think, how they think. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, well, you know, going out to a restaurant, you know, kind of that whole people watching and, and hearing people's, you know, everyday life of, of discuss, uh, discussing, you know, things at the dinner table or whatever the case is. I mean, you, you take a little bit of everything that, that you really, that forms around you. And, you know, kind of compile it in. I mean, whenever it comes to authors, I mean, there, there's really too many to, to really name on, you know, like, uh, <laughs> who inspires me? Because, I mean, 
I, I read all kinds of stuff all the time. Uh, Thomas Watson, he inspires the crap out of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I'm just writing a book with him, and I know I'm lagging because I haven't got to sit down and read, you know, his portion of things yet or anything. But you know, I mean, that, that's something that's kind of going to be in the works. But, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mark Chusler, you know, he's got a TV series that's coming out for his always fallout. You know, and and he's never got time with anyone big or any of that. He's just kind of. You know, as an indie author, was able to do things that he's done. But then you also got on the other side of the field, like J.K. Rowling. I'm a huge uh, Harry Potter fan. You know, so I mean, to, to be able to see all that kind of stuff and, and watch it come to life on the, the TV screen was just awesome to me. Uh, Stephen King, Clive Barker. Uh, yeah, like I said, there, there's really just too many to name. <laughs> no, you named some good ones. That's 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 about right. We're we're on the same. Wavelength. I, I, I definitely would feel like that because it's just so many of them. But that's good that they are on that list because I'm, I'm like you. I just follow a lot on Stephen King, and I did you hear they're they're going to be doing a reboot of um, The Stand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that, that one. That's going on as far as uh, the Stephen King side. And actually, even on Clyde Barker's side, they were talking about uh, how they're about to uh, redo uh, the Nightbreed. Oh, that'd be good. I, I I don't go for reboots too much, but I could see them doing a reboot for Nightbreed, especially in this time of age where everybody's loving the horror. Yeah, that would be really good. Did you see the trailer for that new movie that came out this weekend? It's called uh, Hellfest. You know, my, uh, my son-in-law, he keeps telling me about it, and I've seen it listed on Facebook on the little time that I've been able to get on, mm-hmm. but I haven't sat down long enough to watch the movie trailer to see what it's all about. Um, so, do you want to give a shout-out to the people that have been there for you and supported you during this big journey that you've been on? Now it's a chance for you to uh, do your shout-outs to them. He's got his 
his Audible. He, he's got his uh, Kindle. Yeah, I mean, you know, Donald Benson. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there's just too many for me to really name everyone, but we'll, we'll leave it at that, uh, that list right there. But even later, I will say, you know, everyone that has supported me, I appreciate the hell out of it. My family appreciates the hell out of it. Uh, you know, every little step that we, we take, you know, that just really helps us out. Uh, you know, and yeah, I'm, I'm still staying true as an indie author. Uh, I am with some publishers, but they're indie publishers. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to push into anything big. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as, you know, the whole movies, you know, stuff goes or whatever. I mean, that's, that's not changing anything. That's, you know, still not, you know, changing any kind of step ups from where, uh, where I'm at as far as an indie author. I enjoy being able to stay indie. I enjoy being able to sit down and talk to all my fans and, and not having to have like some secretary or something do it for me. You know, it's it's been a real pleasure on being able to work and talk with everyone. Amen. Yes. Let's hear for indies. I love being an indie uh novelist. It's you it's good having your own control and not like you said, having to deal with a secretary that wants to take over or do something else. I mean PAs they're that's different, but the, just the secretary, I don't need all that. I just I like doing the work, putting in and showing the effort, showing the readers how we appreciate them. Yeah, it's it's all good. Okay, um, before we let you go, um, do you want to um just throw it out there on the your books that your family does write? That's your your wife, right, and your your son. Did you want to throw out in, like one or two titles so they can uh, look them up after the podcast? son, he's got a couple books out and he's actually got some that he's wrote with me but really uh, for standalone books that he's wrote himself that I'd check out would be his uh, book alone. Uh, it's a pretty good one. And then uh, yeah, as far as uh, my life goes, uh, yeah, Attracting Ava would probably be uh, one of the best ones you know, to look up for her. Uh, she does of course, I have several others, and uh, she actually even has some short stories out there. But attracting Ava, you know, that's kind of one of those psychotic chicks. Uh, you know, the whole murder mm-hmm. things and all that. It, it actually kind of reminds me of my brotherhood. But of course, you know, it's it's a guy that's uh, kind of mentally there. You know, as far as uh, the military side of things, so. Yeah, that was a good that was a good book. I totally love that book that that you mentioned um that your wife had wrote because uh I actually left a um an Amazon review on that book. It was just so good. Um and also for your for the the listeners to uh check out your son's uh books. What does he go by on um Amazon? Dalton R Weeks. Okay. D A L T I N. Mhm. Okay. All right, well, All right. Well, we're definitely going to be checking those books out. That's going to be awesome. So, thank you so much. It's been an honor having you on today. And um, when your book is ready for your next release, let me know, and maybe we could do like a little launch party again on the podcast. By that time, we'll be back for season two. Um, and I'd love to have you come back, and maybe we could do like a little contest and giveaway for maybe two or three books to some lucky winners and get your um your publicity going for your books. What do you think? Sounds good. Uh, actually, 
basically, I can probably send you some audio codes where you can do some from some of my uh, books that I already have up. That would be great. Yeah, I'll give you, in case you don't have it again, I can give you my email and just let me, uh, just link me your information and I'll add it to my online publications magazine so everyone can go to your, your page and all that good stuff too. Unless you also have a website? Uh, yes, it's uh, tgweeks.com. Okay, okay. I'll make sure that they know about that too. Again, it's been great having you and you're always welcome to come back. And the extension to the invite goes also to your wife and to your son, because I also read his book, too. And um, like I said, you're all very talented, and it's just such an honor to know you and to call you friends. So you have a good night. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was so much fun. That was TJ Weeks. Don't forget, you can check it out on Amazon. And he's got The Horror Squad and Apocalyptic Tale. It's really good. And it's addictive because, like he said, it's really an ongoing series on that. So it's amazing. Okay. Then you also have his wife, Chris, we uh, Chris Weeks. And she... Is also on there for the Horror Squad 1.5. And she's got the very alluring, addictive book. It's called Attracting Ava. And like I said, I did leave an Amazon review, so check that out. That's amazing. She just did such a great job. And then um, his son's on here too on Amazon, as he mentioned. So you want to look that up for Dalton as well. All right, everybody. It's been great having everybody on tonight for listening. And please be careful because, as we all know, this past weekend, over 500 accounts got hacked on Facebook. And it turns out that they went through Messenger and started the hacking. So please be careful out there. And be careful who you're adding and talking to on the Messenger. And... Again, avoid those um, chain letters because they're viruses. They're really bad. All right, everybody. I'm going to leave you with some music to um, call it a night. Here we go. I'll see you on the flip side.
Oh. 